On today's episode, I explore the emotion boredom and what personal power has to do with how we respond to our feelings of boredom. I call some of my family members to ask them what they do when they're bored. And I think I'm pretty surprised by their response. I hope you join me and listen in today. I'm Annalise Lucero, and this is The Good, The Bad, The Family. Hi, thanks for joining me on my podcast episode today, where I'm talking about boredom and personal power and what the heck these two things have to do with each other. You know, when I think about boredom, I think about my kids because it's summertime and boredom is rampant around here, you know, without friends and school. And they were out of summer camp for the first couple of weeks of summer. And uh, it definitely got a little bit boring around here. But I started thinking, like, what does it actually mean to be bored? And I started to think about, you know, helping my kids with their feelings and emotions is a full-time job. It's actually also my other full-time job, helping people with their emotions. But, you know, when boredom strikes, it's no different. It is a feeling. And I think a common response to hearing, mom, I'm bored. And that like, you know, we all have heard it if we have kids, like, I'm so bored, I'm bored. You know, I always offer solutions. I'm that like quick go-to, like, all right, let's solve this problem. You know, and I list out a bunch of ideas and uh, I, I find the cure for my child's boredom. I think in the least, I might try to just get my kid out of my hair for a little while. Like, maybe I don't have a good solution. Maybe this is just garbage. But, like, I just want them to go play so I can keep doing what I'm doing. Sorry you're bored. Go find something to do. It's not my problem. Right? So it's like I either have the solutions and after a million no's, I'm like, get out of my hair. But even though boredom might not seem like an emotion, it definitely is an emotion. Brene Brown describes boredom as the, quote, uncomfortable state of wanting to engage in satisfying activity, but being unable to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Boredom is like the feeling we get when we're searching for those feel-good feelings. Boredom is like that signal of, I'm not feeling fulfilled. Sometimes the things that we do over and over every day become boring because they don't challenge us or inspire us. But boredom doesn't always have to be negative because sometimes boredom can lead us to being creative. And like Brene Brown says in Atlas of the Heart, being bored gives our imagination room to play and grow. Yeah, like I know that in my head. Do I know that in my body? I mean, this really got me thinking, like, how then do we go from being bored and feeling that like restlessness to then being bored and feeling creative? So I started thinking about like, what's the connection there? Like, how can boredom be seen as good and an opportunity for creativity or bad and these really uncomfortable feelings of frustration. And so, you know, in kind of reading more and thinking more, I think sometimes being bored might be our emotional response to not feeling connected. Like we may not feel connected to what activity we're doing or feel connected to the people around us. 
So when we connect with ourselves, with the people around us, with our environment, we might begin to feel secure enough to then explore, right? Like then it becomes that positive, oh, I'm going to explore and be creative here. And I think having that initiative is an expression of agency, which is like feeling in control of ourselves or having autonomy. And one of my favorite um, parenting uh, researchers, and uh, he wrote Nurturing Parenting, um, Dr. Bavlik, he describes this sense of agency or autonomy as personal power, right? So here we go, connecting boredom to personal power. And what I like is that he explains that personal power is having the emotional strength and drive to accomplish things. Whoa. Whoa. As a person who is like an agent of change and helps people overcome their their struggles or find that motivation to accomplish their goals, this like really was powerful for me, I think, like reading this and understanding it not just from his nurturing parenting book, but also then how does this apply to adults? Like emotional strength to accomplish things comes from personal power. Personal power is what gives a person the strength to be creative, to take action and to create change, like in themselves and in others. Personal power. So what does personal power have to do with boredom? When we experience boredom and have a strong sense of personal power, we have the ability to take initiative and explore the world around us. Our boredom is seen as an opportunity and it gives us, that personal power gives us the push to be creative. However, you know, like everything else, there's that opposite side. So when we experience boredom and feel powerless, like we don't have personal power, we might feel defeated and irritable, frustrated, right? So it's like the pendulum swung to the opposite side. So as parents, I think about, you know, and it doesn't have to just necessarily be with our kids, but it can be in other relationships we have or with ourselves. When our child is bored, we can help them to understand what is going on. Being present for our child, helping them acknowledge their feelings and guiding them to knowing what they need can create a lot of security for them. And this sense of security or this safety will help them to develop their personal power. What might be five or 10 minutes of sitting with your child is actually fostering this skill that your child will use to develop their confidence in their ability to meet their needs and be creative in their own world. Your connection with your child is the first step in overcoming that feeling of boredom. So it's all connected. Connection, connected. It is. It's all connected. When you are present for your child, you help them to feel more secure, which then helps them to develop that, that personal power, right? When we're feeling insecure, when we're feeling scared, when we're feeling like unsafe, it's hard to develop a sense of power, like a sense of, I, I have needs that I know will get met, or I can meet my needs because I feel like I have the tools to, to meet them. And, and that doesn't happen in insecure attachments. It doesn't happen in unsafe environments. It doesn't happen when you're neglected. But when your emotional needs are met, when your attachment needs are met, you can develop that personal power because you believe that your needs will get met and you know your needs will get met. I think this also applies to us as adults. How do we develop 
a sense of personal power for ourselves, especially if we came from a family where we didn't develop that as kids. And now we're adults struggling with self-confidence, self-worth, self-esteem. We may find it difficult to be creative and have motivation to try new things. Understanding your thoughts and feelings is important to increasing your self-worth. Setting boundaries and honoring your needs is also important to the foundation of personal power. It isn't just about believing you have the ability to meet your needs. It's about experiencing those needs being met. Oftentimes, I find in myself, but also in clients I work with, we expect other people to do that for us. We expect our partner. We still expect our parents. We Sometimes people expect their children to meet their emotional needs. A friend, a boss, a coworker, right? Maybe we didn't have a secure attachment with our primary caregiver as a child. And, and that developed what we described above, right? That lack of personal power. But regardless as adults, we are responsible for meeting this need. And taking care of this need can be difficult, but also it can be incredibly empowering. So some questions I think to ask yourself, if you feel like you're consistently experiencing boredom, if your children are consistently experiencing boredom, where is the connection lacking? Are they not feeling connected to you? Are they not feeling connected to their environment? or to whatever task it is that they're doing? Is it not aligning with what their needs are? And, and I think for yourself, what areas of your life do you find you need to honor your needs more? What areas can you establish firmer boundaries in in order to meet your needs? And what difference do you think it might make in your life if you prioritized your needs first? This also got me thinking about, you know, it's hard to imagine what we might do when we're feeling bored in any given situation. But I know when I'm bored, there are things that I I do, right? Like if I'm on the opposite side of the pendulum where I'm not feeling like I have a lot of personal power, I'm lacking that self-confidence and the, the emotional strength to do something, I may, I may scroll TikTok for a while. I may, you know, fumble through some Facebook news garbage. I may binge watch a nasty reality TV show. So when I'm bored, I check out, right? Sometimes when people are bored, they eat. I think this is, again, that lack of personal power, that that inability to use creativity to escape the boredom and find something new and exciting and something that we're more connected to. Um, But it also got me wondering like, well, what do people actually really do? So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask some people. Let's see who answers. (laughs) Hi. Why does yours look so good? Oh, I'm on like special mode. Oh my god. Ugh. Actually, I'm recording a podcast and I had a question for you. Okay. Um, uh, what do you do when you're bored? 
what do I do when I'm bored? Yeah. Uh, probably get on my phone. Okay, and then like what happens? I like zone out, dissociate, I would say. Okay. Yeah. That's totally what I said too. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hello, hello. How's it going? Good. I have a question for my podcast. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you're bored? Oh no, it froze. Of course. Okay. What do when you I'm do bored. when you're bored? Um, play music. Oh. Okay. Do you know why you do that, or is that just like something you have a habit of doing? doing if I'm bored or just kind of like walk around the house with a guitar just like make up stupid songs about like random things that I'm saying oh that's cool okay yeah oh, cool I'm just I'm curious yeah okay what do you do um sometimes I eat or uh I like scroll on my phone yeah nothing exciting like make music I wish I did that. Sometimes when I'm bored, I will like jot down ideas for podcasts, but that's probably very far and few between. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Dude, your camera is so clear. Yeah, that's what Debbie was saying. Yeah, it's like scary clear. Yeah, I I have an iPhone 13. Oh no, Jesus. Okay. (sighs) I don't know something crazy was happening with my phone and it ended my screen recording, but I got what I needed. So. All right. Awesome. Thanks dude. No problem. Bye. Love you. Hey, I I forgot to record the audio. So I want to know again, um, Joaquin, what do you do when you're bored? Um, I usually chat with friends on Discord and I play like, with video games and probably will be able to play with Okay, cool. Chat on Discord, play video games, or read a book. Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Cool. Thanks, Joaquin. Bye. Okay, bye. So I really had no idea how that was going to turn out, and I find it kind of cool and kind of interesting that, um, you know, the answers are, are somewhat similar, but also different. Like my sister and I, we, um, you know, we both disconnect a little bit and I don't know if that necessarily is what we're feeling when we're bored, right? Like when I feel I'm kind of realizing now that there's a difference between being overstimulated or overwhelmed and then being bored. And it, it just, it has me thinking about like, are we able to differentiate or be kind of mindful and present enough to know the difference? Like when I have too much on my task list or too much on my mind, then I pull away because I'm overstimulated, overconnected. And then I'm interpreting that as maybe being bored because I'm overwhelmed and I don't know what to do. And so I disconnect and pull away. Whereas like my brother and then my son, who I called at the end, 
are they feeling bored and they're reaching for that connection, right? Like my brother trying to connect with his environment and my son trying to connect with his friends on Discord or on gaming. And I think too, that like reading a book in a sense when you're bored is a way of being creative because it had me thinking when I told my brother that I make a list of podcast ideas and things like that, that's much more engaging and that's much more like participating and active in my life versus when I'm overwhelmed and I just scroll on TikTok and pull away. So it has me thinking about that a lot. And I think there's definitely something to that, that we often might misinterpret our boredom as being overstimulated or overwhelmed emotionally. And so I, I encourage you to reflect on that in your own life and really think about that in your life. Are you misinterpreting this emotion when you think you're bored? Are you actually feeling overwhelmed when you think you're bored and you're pulling away and disconnecting? Are you just overwhelmed with emotion, overwhelmed with responsibility, overwhelmed with all the things that are happening in the world right now, you know, emotionally overwhelmed. I read a, um, an Instagram post from a therapist I really like, and it said um, that I think it was the mindful MFT or mindful, I don't know, it was something mindful, but it was talking about um, that it's okay to distract yourself, but do it intentionally. Like intentional distraction as a way to ease off some of the pressure or to escape some of the chaos of the world or your feelings can be really helpful because it gives your nervous system a little bit of a break to be able to like kind of, you know, rest and then recuperate or recover and then go back into what you need to do. And I think intentional distraction is, is a good thing when done mindfully, when done intentionally. And so, you know, if you have 30 minutes to kill and you're feeling overwhelmed, scrolling on on social media isn't going to necessarily be a bad thing. I think also then that opens Pandora's box to, well, what are you scrolling and what's the content? And that's for another day. But I think when it comes to boredom, there is a difference between being bored and feeling overwhelmed. And then what does that have to do with personal power? Hmm. When I feel overwhelmed and I don't have personal power, I might try to distract, dissociate, disengage, all those things, because I don't feel like I can make a difference in the moment. I don't have power to make a difference. So yeah, I think personal power has a lot to do with both. And I think the way that we engage with each emotion has to do with how much personal power we're thinking or feeling we have. So I think this is a lot to think about and consider in our own personal lives. Um, you know, when am I feeling bored or when am I feeling overwhelmed? And then how is my personal power influencing how I respond to each of these things, to each of these emotions that I'm experiencing? I am going to be thinking about this a lot in my life right now. I, I am so excited that I was surprised by the outcome of this podcast. And I hope that you are inspired to think about your own experiences too. Thanks for joining me today. If you want to hear more from the good, the bad, the family, please subscribe. Or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MFT. Thanks for listening. Oh, 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 oh,
licensed and trained marriage and family therapist, but this podcast is not a replacement for therapeutic advice. If you need help finding a therapist, visit psychologytoday.com to find a therapist in your area.